What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger, who is currently playing with little toys right now. It's time, it's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's Monday, June 14th. And uh, it's episode 230. <laughs> and that is Tiger, in case you're wondering. I am not stepping on a mouse or stepping on a on animal. I, that, that is our little tiger in the background, letting us know that he's here. <laughs> it's summertime. He's not going to bed early. No, no, no. He has the energy of a, of a wild tiger. He, he's not going to bed anytime soon. Well, yeah. Oh no. I'll, I don't. I. I feel. I feel his energy from here. I mean. I, I know he was sleepy pants a little bit earlier. But I feel like he's been renewed by the heat. And in five minutes, he should knock out. I mean, he, he'll he'll be sleepy at some point. It's you no. Know, it's okay. Get get a wash the. Get a wash the choo choo. Get a wash the the choo choo. That's 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 our nickname for the uh, the pacifier or the chupone. Choo choo. Choo choo. He's like looking up over. He's like, what? I heard choo choo. Titi, Tiger. I wonder what other people call their pacifiers. Ah, I wonder, huh? I don't know. Uh, the other, the other dads who who watch the show here. Hey, it's gonna well, be Father's Day soon. So it's gonna be Father's Day. We're in, 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 in fact, in fact, might as well announce it right now. We're having a special Father's Day episode. Next, we're, we are not. We will not be coming to you live on Monday night next week because um, next Monday is our wedding anniversary. And I want to be a good husband and not, <laughs> not do the podcast on our on our wedding anniversary. We're going to be married two two years, two years. You mess with them? What's up, little waddle man? You coming after the mouse? You coming after the mouse? No mouse for you. You want to talk to the mic? Do you want to say something? Do you want to say something very important? And and and, and you want to take out your choo choo and say something? No, he's not taking the, he's not taking his pacifier out of his mouth. Not anytime soon. He, he he's not going to be sharing any any words of wisdom. Not not today. I'm sure in the future, he'll he'll get on here and and not stop talking, and it'll be adorable. And we can change the show to Dre and Tiger's philosophy. <laughs> but that's that's in the future. In, in the present, we are. Uh, I I I don't know where. I, well, yeah, like I said, we are. We will be coming to you live on Sunday. 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 This is not unprecedented. We've moved the show before, I realize. I, th I think there was one other time we moved the show when, when Sam Zia insisted on buying tickets to Monday Night Raw at Staples Center because he wanted to take his, uh, his stepdaughter to go see uh, Bailey and Sasha. They had, they had, we had to see them, and so he bought myself and Lamar tickets, so we had to go. Couldn't do the show. We, we did the show on Tuesday that week. But we'll be doing the show on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, we were... We'll be going Sunday, next Sunday, special Father's Day edition. It's my day, so Daddy will be talking on, and and for, this is for myself and all the fathers. And I, I hope there's comments today, because I, I realized last week the comments were not showing up for whatever reason. I don't know. And my co-host, Tiger, you want to say something? Mm -hmm. Say, Dada. Say, Mama. Microphone. This is a microphone, Tiger. Uh, wow. <laughs> he is not letting go of that. He's got a jaws bite. He uh, yeah he uh, he has that lock he has a lock he's locked down on that. He's got that he's he's locked down right now. So yeah, next week, just an FYI, 
we will be emanating live on a Sunday night instead of Monday night. Because I'm a good husband. And I want to make sure I we celebrate our two-year wedding anniversary. It was two years ago. Time flies. We had a kid. <laughs> we moved. Testing comments. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for testing the comments. Thank you, fellow fellow dad. Matt, you are free from Facebook prison. My God, you and Jai keep getting thrown into Facebook prison. Yeah, you, Matt, yourself, Ryan also keeps winding up in Facebook prison. Man, the, the Facebook bots are just cruel. Although I suspect, I don't know if it's, like it's people reporting, or it's a combination. I know, I know Jai just got out of, of Facebook prison as well, and he, he he's well on his way back in. He's decided to, to, to be mischievous again, which means he's going to offend women and, and, and other people. Sloppy? Why are you being sloppy, Ty? Oh, he, oh, he's moving sloppily. Yeah, you are totally ready for bed, dude. You're walking around like a little drunk, uh, drunken midget. Yep, you are ready for sleepy times. So, yeah, this week... Uh, so. I, I honestly don't know where to begin, but let 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 let's begin. Notes. I, I know I looked at the note, and we have separate. I have several things to talk about. My wife was very nice, and wrote me out all the notes that I was talking about all weekend. Because normally I talk about what I want to talk about, and then when we get live on the camera, I'm like, I have forgotten anything. <laughs> Ryan Ryan gets into fights with Disney snobs. Oh man! Oh no wonder. And then Matt offends conservatives and racists. Oh, no wonder you guys keep getting thrown in Facebook jail. They, the, 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 the Disney snobs and the conservatives and racists report you. And then the, 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 the blind eye of Facebook bans you without context. Thanks, Facebook. But, you know, you know I'll start with a different platform. So, YouTube. We, as a show, we had a very successful weekend on YouTube this past weekend. Uh, I... We, I, I and we, as we, uh, the royal we, our, our, our podcast team here, which consists of myself, my wife, my son, <laughs> that's the we are the podcast team, we had a very good weekend uh, on the YouTube, because my boss allowed me to make an exclusive video of something uh, that's not going to be out for a couple of weeks. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a remake of an old Sega Master System game, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. We, he, he got permission from the publishers, because we are the, oh, oh, you want a book? Home, he totally ignores me. He ignored. I walked into the house. He, he did not want anything to do right. with me. Now he wants the bottle. Now he wants the bottle. Okay, I thought I was going to have to read the, the rescue team uh, live on the podcast right now. So we had a very successful... Tiger, does he edit? Yeah, you know, he, he, he's very good at editing. He smashes all the buttons. He, he loves to smash buttons on, on my laptop. So it, it was a very awesome... So there's a game coming out for Nintendo Switch... Xbox Series X, PS5, PS4, Alex Kidd and Miracle World. This was an old uh, uh, Sega Master System game. I, I don't know if it ever came out on the Genesis, but we have it at work. We, we, we working with our our partners at Merge Games. Uh, I made a video on Friday. We got permission. We had the Switch version and the uh, Xbox Series X version two weeks early. My boss said, "Hey, can we make a?" Uh, can we make a video of, of, of the unboxing of the game? And uh, they said, oh, sure, go ahead. I think, but on their end, they thought I was going to professionally make a video and put it out, like, in a week. What they didn't know is that I was just going to freaking 
how, how do you put it? I was just going to cowboy that shit and just do it like literally. All right, cool. We got permission? Cool. I'll make a video in five minutes and post it up on YouTube like immediately <laughs> because that, that's how we do it here on Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And uh, I, I, I felt it was a very professional video. I, it was, it, it, man, it, it, so obviously outside of the wonderful friends of mine who sit here and, and, and join me on Monday nights and the people who occasionally watch it, uh, we don't get a lot of views on YouTube. Honestly, we, we, lately I've been putting in a lot more work, so we're averaging about like five to ten views a day, which is it's a big improvement on before we were at zero for the longest time. So this video, I, I put it up Friday night, and by like Sunday night, like so normally videos I put up usually top off at like five to ten views total each video, if I get lucky. This one was at 250 views, considering how relatively unknown my YouTube channel is. YouTube.com, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Plug, plug, plug. Get me to 100 subs so I can just get YouTube.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Please go sub on YouTube. It would be nice. I'd appreciate it. You'd have my everlasting uh, gratitude. So, man, that was getting, that on its own got like 250 views. And the channel over the weekend got like 400 views. It was like, that that, that video was like raising the tide. <clears throat> I put out a, a burnout video like right after. Like I set that up to come out on, on Saturday. And that thing got like a dozen views. Where normally, you, like I said, something usually premieres, it's like 5 to 10 if I'm lucky. Some stuff stays in the 1 to, one to 2. Sometimes people are just searching for a game and they, just, they, they watch my video for like a minute or two. But yeah, this video, like, boom, popped off the channel. Uh, I, we didn't pick up any subs from it, but man, it was like all my metrics. Like, I, I doubled my, my metrics in just one weekend, just from this Alex Kidd video. And um, mon Monday morning, I get a message from my boss. Oh, you, you need to flip that video to private. I guess they didn't expect us to put it out so soon. <laughs> so right now, temporarily... The video is, is is not up on YouTube right now. It is. It, it was taken. I took it down this morning. Well, I, I it's it's currently set to private. Uh, if anybody really desperately needs to see it, I can send you a link because it's not it hasn't been removed from YouTube. It just it's it's, it's a it's on a private link right now. Uh, but uh, my my boss said I I, w I will be able to put it back up in a couple of days. They, they just weren't comfortable with it being out so soon. And I, I think it, it, they were getting very ex uh, it was getting people excited because uh, the the coolest thing about it. And then when I cracked it open, because just from looking at the cover art, it, it wasn't anything remarkable. But when, when I cracked it open, um, the Switch cartridge and the, the Xbox disc, they looked like a master. They had the, 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 the pattern of the old Master System cartridges. That was really cool. And then the inside sleeve, if you flipped it over, it was like an OG Master System cover. So if you're an old person like me who really appreciates that kind of retro aesthetic... It's really cool. It was like that. That really sold me. My my boss, uh, he took the Switch version home and played it, and he said it was incredibly difficult, <laughs> which is, is a lot considering he, he doesn't usually play. <laughs> so <coughs> that, that that was quite funny. But yes, oh, hold on. I think I need to bring down my voice. I was I was too loud. I'm, I was um, emoting too much there. But yeah, super successful YouTube weekend. But it's gonna have to. The success is gonna have to wait until. Um, Wednesday, hopefully, I'll be allowed to reactivate the video and hopefully bring in more views. I, I feel like this this video might take over for our Streets of Rage 4. Currently, our Streets of Rage 4 video is our all-time leader at just over a 1,000 views. And this video did a quarter of that in two days. That other video has been out for almost a year. So, just 
<laughs> fun times I got. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel, please. I'm, I'm putting out videos almost every day. <laughs> and uh, check out our other our other feed. If you want to see the videos before they get posted on YouTube, I'm streaming them all live on our other Facebook page that Facebook forced me to make for my video games. We have Dre's Geek Philosophy Gaming Stream. Uh, game stream. I, I, if I can remember, I, I've been trying to bring those videos back over to this Facebook page where I'm currently streaming live right now. So that that, that was exciting. And so speaking of video games, this past weekend, it apparently E3 has been happening, but you wouldn't know it from looking at Twitter or or any other social media. It's it's been, in the words of many uh, gamers, very lackluster. Well, what's up? No, you can just leave it. It's fine. It's it's fine. The audio levels are what they are. We're using it, the mic is actually doing its job. It, it, the mic filters out a lot of the extra sound, which it didn't do for two years because I wasn't using it pro properly. Because <laughs> okay. I'm not an audio engineer, clearly. I was apparently I was just using whatever mic was like right here oh, no. for the last uh, two years of doing oh, it no. from. Uh, ever since we moved the, the podcast from the, the secret podcast studio of iHeartRadio to the home podcast studio, I, I didn't know how to make the adjustments until a few weeks ago. But at least it sounds good now. Yeah. Well, if you've been watching this on Facebook, it's always sounded pretty good because the iPhone mic is, is really good. But if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or um, what's the other one that James, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on several podcast applications Himalaya is another one I put it up on a what couple years Himalaya? ago that's another like podcast app <laughs> neither neither did I but someone told me about it and I put the podcast up on there you're making a non-alcoholic cocktail, right now. Making a, a non -alcoholic cocktail? If, a, if a lemonade and what is it orange juice pineapple and vodka oh, I wish we had some vodka I keep looking at that bottle of Terramania every time I walk by it at Trader Joe's. I'm like, I want to buy the Rocks Vodka. Well, maybe for Father's Day. Nah, I still can't drink. Well, although I know we did give ourselves kind of an out. If he's asleep, we can drink. <laughs> if he's like asleep, asleep. Asleep, asleep, yeah. He's like asleep for the night. Like he slept through the. He's been sleeping through the night a little more often now. So. And then I can have half a beer, maybe, because I'm a lightweight. I'm allergic to beer. I'm allergic to alcohol. So E3's been happening, and honestly, nothing remarkable has been announced. Honestly, it's just been... Uh, I, like, like today, Capcom had their press conference, and I literally called it a wet fart. It was just like, they announced Ace Attorney for Nintendo Switch. They announced... Monster Hunter Stories 2 for Nintendo Switch. They announced DLC for Monster Hunter Rise. They announced... They took one second to announce... Oh, apparently you guys really like Resident Evil 8, so we're going to start working on DLC now. <coughs> It'll come out next year, I'm sure. And then they spent an hour talking about eSports. It was just... If, if you're like a gamer, it's, it's been very disappointing. But... Uh, I was having a, a text discussion with Mr. J.T. Polidor uh, before the show regarding this. Ace Attorney, oh yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of, it's a port, it's a port, it's a collection of all the 
previous Ace Attorneys. Dropping connection. Awesome. I love it. I love it when I drop connection. Yeah, the Wi-Fi on my iPhone doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it hasn't connected to the Wi-Fi. It's not connected to Wi-Fi anymore. Really? <laughs> I, did that. I think I, 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 I went in and reset the, the wireless thing inside the iPhone, and it worked again, and then it stopped working. It worked, and then it stopped working. So I haven't been able to connect the phone to Wi-Fi, so we've just been going off my cellular connection. No, it hasn't dropped. No, no, it hasn't okay. dropped. No, no. It was dropping for James. On, 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 uh, Mr. James Gian is watching this right now. It's funny. I have a coworker named James who's been listening to the podcast. And I, 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 I called out to Mr. James Gian, and he thought I was talking to him. I'm like, dude, you're listening to a podcast from four years ago. <laughs> I was talking to a different James. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But yeah, like, um, Microsoft, they had some announcements. They they, should, they they announced, you know, Halo Infinite. They didn't commit to a release date. They showed a new Forza game. But apparently they, they've done the best job so far. Everyone's waiting for it. Nintendo was tomorrow morning. Nintendo didn't get the um, the memo that everything was moving up a few days. Nintendo said, we've always done it Tuesday morning, and we're going to keep doing it Tuesday morning. We don't care. We're going to go. Nintendo always goes last, unless someone else goes after them. Oh, Matt, thank you for subscribing on YouTube. I appreciate that. Matt, that, that, that's awesome. Thank you, sir. Very much appreciated. You got us one more sub closer to getting a custom URL. You got to set little goals. That's why I learned the other day from Colt Cabana. You have to set little goals. You don't set big goals. You, you, you make little goals. You make steps. You build. Baby steps. <laughs> Tiger steps. But yeah, what was it? Uh, I think... Uh, Sam, good old uh, <coughs> executive producer Sam Zia, he posted up a funny. There's a funny trailer where, I guess uh, I forget who made who makes a uh, oh 42. Thank you. Yeah, we just you just bumped up us from from 41 to 42. Matt, thank you. Uh, I don't know who which company makes Forgotten Worlds. I don't know if that was Ubisoft or or somebody. Whoever makes Forgotten Worlds, they announced Forgotten Worlds two. Oh, we're gonna get to Loki. Don't worry, we'll, 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 we'll get to Loki. I just want to get this E3 stuff out of the way. Um. Yeah, the Forgotten Worlds two trailer. It was like, and it literally just made fun of itself. It was like, it's gonna start very quietly, so that way you know this game is important, and we're gonna show you a monster that's not gonna be in the game. And here's our hero, but it's a silhouette because we haven't figured out what he looks like yet. And this is the point of the trailer, where we show you the only thing we've made so far, the title, Forgotten Worlds two or Outer Worlds two. It was a very, very appropriate trailer for, for E3, for this year's E3. It's like, we have nothing but the title. Here's the trailer telling you that we have nothing. <laughs> I, I actually kind of respected that. I was like, thank you for being upfront. I mean, I, I can understand most of these companies on one hand. You know, the, there's been a pandemic. I'm sure it's been very hard for video game companies to work and make games because... Making games remotely is not as simple as it sounds. Trying to transfer terabytes of data from from office to to home. Yeah, E3 has been ugly. Yes, very ugly. I think uh, Square Enix was incredibly obsessed with their Marvel license. You know, they, last year or two years ago was Avengers. 
uh, this pet this year they, they they have a guardians of the galaxy mass effect <laughs> yeah they were honest not having any gameplay to show <laughs> i was like yeah guardian guardians of the galaxy apparently it's it's like it's like mass effect but you're encouraged to be an asshole <laughs> that's that's what I, I, I that's what i was reading this morning because i guess they talked about that guardians game for like 45 minutes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Micro Thesda, yes. All their games are now exclusive to 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 to, the, to Microsoft to to the Xbox Bethesda. We are owned now by Microsoft. Sorry, everyone. You thought our next Bethesda game was gonna be multi-platform? Nah, dog. Nah. Or and, and as I was discussing with with, with Jai before the show, like, Sony has not cared about E3 for several years, and yeah. And Jai thought it was hokey that they announced all their Horizon Zero Dawn stuff a week or two ago. And I'm like, they're petty. Sony is petty. They weren't going to participate. They put out what whatever they had to put out. That, that, that's just kind of a microcosm of what's going on with the, the relationship between the game industry and E3. Because uh, before, I think game companies used to have to build around E3 because that was the best way for them to get their information out. Hi, dude. Yeah, little dude's back. I guess he. Didn't, I guess he didn't want to go to bed. Maybe I'm too loud. Yeah, like a lot of these companies now. If you the way you disseminate information, you just announce it. There's no need to schedule everything around E3 because everyone's just going to find the information online anyway. Just release it on on your own terms. It feels like Nintendo's kind of been doing this already for a while because they'll just randomly drop, hey, we have a direct tomorrow. We're going to announce something. Or they'll just do a surprise direct. It's like, oh, guess what? Boom. Surprise direct. Pokemon games coming out this fall. Apparently, GameStop leaked that the new Nintendo system is probably going to be announced tomorrow. Great job, GameStop. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. When, like uh, as I told Jai, Nintendo could do the best at e this E3 just by showing up and showing three or more games, or four or more games. Because it seems like all these companies are just showing new content. Just oh, here's new DLC. Please keep buying our live service games. Because I think that's where the, the that's where the industry is going. All these companies are trying to find a live service game that can just keep charging you for microtransactions in perpetuity. So Take Two has the has the king of live service, Grand Theft Auto V. They're 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 releasing it on its third generation. That game is going to exist for fifteen years by the time it's it's said and done. Big man. I was not looking where he was walking. He just walked right into a bag. Is, is he? Yeah, but if, if Nintendo announces, or if they show gameplay for Bayonetta 3 and Metro Prime 4, I mean, that would be, that would be nice. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure James, you know, it's insane. I, I don't understand. I don't understand it either. All I know is that back in 2016, the last time I worked at GameStop, kids were trans... They were transforming their real money into Grand Theft Auto Online money. 
it, it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, wait, you, you turned 20 bucks into like a quarter million dollars of digital money. And it, it, it's weird because I, 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 this was happening before in life. I mean, in MMOs, people would willingly or they, they'd find, what do you call it? Ways some would find a natural, you know, they, they turn real money into in game money. And I think the publishers realized because people would be buying money from gold farmers. And so now it's just like, I think all the, all the publishers are like, why are we letting these gold farmers do it? Why don't we just directly sell money to the players? And that's what they've been doing now. 2K, the NBA 2K. Hey, you want your player to be awesome? Here, just buy the money from us. Buy the virtual money. And you can upgrade your dude. And you can be Super Saiyan LeBron James. And you can just dunk on everyone. And shoot from anywhere. Or a Super Saiyan creator player, I should say. You just take your player and you create a player. And you'll be better than Giannis Amunabikdogetgo. I don't know how to say his last name. I just know he was on the cover of NBA 2K19. And it was Giannis the Greek Freak. With that last name with a lot of consonants. Um, yeah, GTA Five. They they they're gonna keep. I mean, they're gonna just keep putting out GTA. They 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 have no reason to put out GTA Six. There's no need for them to put out GTA Six. All they have to do is just keep GTA Five running, and all these people who just play GTA Five online, they just keep playing it and they keep buying money. It. it like, this is why EA, EA only makes four games a year now. <laughs> they make Madden. They make FIFA. They make a UFC every couple of years. They have a Star Wars license, so they're, they're making a Star Wars game here and there. <laughs> and then they remaster other shit. Because people go in and buy those Madden packs. They buy the FIFA packs. By the loot box, the like, it, it's astounding to me because Jai, Matt, we were working together back in in, in the in the dawn of, of DLC two thousand and four, horse armor. It was, this was the dawn of DLC, very early on, original Xbox, like, or yeah, original. I think original Xbox. I think there was some DLC here and there. Or maybe it was just after us. I think it might have been just after us. I may be confusing things. Where all of the, the paid DLC started happening. I think PS3 and uh, Horse Armor. That's right, Horse Armor. Yeah, PS3 and 360. That's when all the paid DLC started really happening. And like, it was like, people aren't dumb enough to fall for this. But no. I think we I think we underestimated how dumb the average consumer is. People are dumb. Oh, like P.T. Barnum, a fool and their money are soon to be born. Or, or, or I think his was like a sucker is born every minute. But um, yeah, there's 
a host of people who will just happily hand over their money for nonsense. I don't want to say nothing because they are getting something out of it. But that's what, I mean, the, uh, that's... Uh, the, the text I couldn't put into words for Mr. J.T. Polidor earlier was like, this, this the industry has changed. It's not the industry that we knew 15 years ago. I, I, I enjoyed gaming the most 15 years ago. That That's honestly, that's probably why most of the games I've been playing on, on our stream have been from that era. The, you know, the late PS2, GameCube, Xbox, early PS3, 360 era. There was a lot of good shit. <laughs> Star Trek Fleet Commander has a DLC skin for your bullets that gives 10% damage boost. A hundred bucks. I mean, that's, you know, you know, half the reason why we're not seeing a lot of console game war. I guess we don't see. I, I see a lot of console games at work. There are other companies. There are small companies making weird games and licensed games. I mean, there's this company that we work with, Merge. That they're put out stuff every month, but it's stuff that's like you you'd never see it. Like yeah, Merge Games isn't at E3. They they're the ones who put out freaking Streets of Rage four, but no outside of that, no one else has ever really heard of merge but they well there are partners and they're out they're based in the uk which is probably the main reason why they've never really did e3 in the past they put out these games and it's not these games are not for you and me like you know you guys i mean i i feel like those of you watching right now you're you're the hardcore old school gamer like me they don't put out games for us they just put out games for middle america our, our best-selling game at work right now, the game that, that Amazon stocks, like they, they will, because Amazon buys games from us at, at, at our job. But this is, we're, my boss is pretty big time. I, he, he doesn't like to brag. He doesn't like it when I talk too much about the business here. But like, Amazon buys stuff from us. We supply them. Yeah, we, we just shipped off a whole bunch of that, that, that Alex Kid game I was talking about earlier. We just shipped off a shitload of it to them. Because we're the only ones who have it. And we're the ones making sure other people have it. But, uh... No. No. We don't deal with the cards. You know, if we deal with cards, I'm sure robot. Our number one seller is this clone of Wii Sports that comes from Merge Games called Instant Sports. It's literally a bad version of Wii Sports for the Switch. And we sell thousands of this game. It's our best-selling game. It, it, it has freaking lapped Call of Duty. Call of Duty used to be, ironically, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 and 2 was our best-selling game <coughs> for the longest time. But I, I think this game for the Switch, Instant Sports, you can go Google it. It's from Merge. You can get physical copies on Amazon, supplied by us. It's, it's, it's like a, all the reviews it's like, it's like it's, it's, it's not good but people are lapping it up because this where the Switch succeeded where the Wii didn't is like oh they put out games that casual people want to play 
where the Wii U failed, where the Wii succeeded and the Wii U failed, the Switch found its way back to that. Put out stuff that we would call shovelware, but it, it, it's shovelware, but it's it, it, it's casualware. That should be what it's called. It's for middle America. It's for normal people, not us. Like, I, I, I realized that this morning I was trying to explain it to my wife. My wife works with us now at the warehouse. And, and then she off, she'll ask me questions. And, and sometimes I'll, I'll have a very simple answer. And other times I have incredibly long and complicated answers. And I was trying to explain to her, like, why the game industry is so weird right now. And the analogy I had today, which was, ooh, I don't know. I'm going to speak for myself. I thought it was a good analogy. It's like... Gaming now has become very much like music, where it's very fragmented in its fandom. There's people who really love, like, Fortnite is like K-pop. <laughs> it's super popular. There's a very dedicated group that only play that, aka only listen to K-pop. <laughs> it's... it's, it's the, the, the circle pie of gaming is all these tiny, weird little chunks. It's like these weird chunks. There's a big Fortnite pie. There's a big Call of Duty pie. There's a big sports pie. And then everything else. Like all the, all the hardcore gamers. It's like all these little splinters of what you give a shit about. And you only give a shit about that. And that's it. It's like music. We're like, oh... It, you're into just the genre that you like and that's it like sometimes maybe you dabble in other things but there's a lot of concentrated fandoms that only care about one thing and they'll devote all their money to it there's a chunk of people that only want to play GTA 5 online on this on this pie chart this would be great if I, if I knew how to do graphics live on the air it's like there's so many it's so many fragments of people I want to play bullet hell shooters. I want to play JRPGs. I want to play romance games where I could potentially die. I want to play school simulator. I want to play this. I want to play I want to play a farm simulator. I love specific 8-bit friggin' retro games. I only like games where I can be a horse. Everything is fragmented and there's like this big chunk of casual gamers too but it's still so fragmented because I, I, I watch it in, in, our, in our sales because we sell stuff every day we, we sell thousands of games every day we're a big distributor and it just it, it's astounding to me how like it's, it's not it's that the only thing that's consistent is the inconsistency bro Barbie games sell every day. We have Barbie and her friends Puppy Rescue. <coughs> we got that for multiple consoles, and bro, it sells. Sell, sell, sells for PS3 and Wii. Dead consoles. Dead. I I used to be aghast at some of the stuff that my boss would buy. So I'm like, Crayola Scoot, what the hell is that? It's a bootleg Splatoon. And people on freaking, what do you call it? On 
Xbox and Sony, some casual person who wants to play Splatoon but doesn't have a Switch, they can buy Crayola Splat. And it's basically like Splatoon. It's a bootleg, great value Walmart Splatoon, but it sells. Like, the bane of my existence when I worked for Nintendo. Carnival Games. They made a modern version for Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. And wouldn't you know it, it fucking sells. During Christmas, we were selling hundreds of those every day. Hundreds every day. We went through, like, two pallets of Carnival Games on Switch. Nintendo. See, that's the thing. We're not even selling, like, bootleg shit. We're selling freaking... It's... it Garbage sells. <laughs> garbage sells. That's what sells. They're, they're, some of the best games that ever came out on the PS2 sit on our fucking shelves. Not because of the price, but because... That's not the demographic that's out buying games right now. Yeah, you know, uh, to, to, to go back to my music analogy, everyone's trying to find what whatever pop music. That's why all these crap games keep coming out. That's why a lot of stuff that gets announced is just kind of crappy. It doesn't appeal to the hardcore gamer because it doesn't strike the chord with the freaking whoever the, the, the hardcore gamer it strikes a chord with the mass market that's who they want they don't want us anymore you know who wants us limited run games that's who wants us it's like I remember the, the, the one e3 press conference that everyone kind of enjoyed was limited run all they did was announce like 30 retro or 30 digital games coming out in physical freaking Contra Collection, freaking, oh, what's the other way? Castlevania, Rondo of Blood, um, freaking Zombies Ate My Neighbors. They're, they're doing a modern version of Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and they're also doing a repro, freaking Super NES, and freaking Genesis version. So for, like, old people, like, these people that have created this cottage industry of bringing back old shit in limited quantities, selling it for a lot of money, and then other resellers taking it and selling it for more. It's like a freaking... It, it, it's its own currency. The, la the last convention I went to two years ago in 2019... Yeah, Capcom Coliseum... See, that's the thing. You have, that's a digital-only game, and you have to find the package that has Cyberbots, and you buy it. I mean, it, it's, it's, there are certain companies appealing directly to the specific type of fan they, they, they want. Capcom, they want Monster Hunter people, because Monster Hunter World was like their best-selling game of all time. Better than any Resident Evil, better than any Street Fighter game, because that, that for whatever reason, Monster Hunter really struck a chord with the most amount of people, so now they're just completely focused on Monster Hunter. Yeah, James, that's, that's pretty. That's probably a good idea to pick up. If, if you saw that 3D collection out in the store, just, just buy it. If, if you wanted it, just get it before the, it's going to sell out. Nintendo has stopped sending it out. You, you want to get that. While you can still get it for the normal price, it, there's there's going to be still a lot of them out there. It's not like 
they 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 stopped printing it. It's not like they, they only did a. It's the that's the weird thing. People think oh they only made a limited number of copies. Yeah, there are a limited number of copies. They were limited to however many were ordered during that six months from whenever they released it to a couple months ago. Heaven knows we have a good number. <laughs> My boss was running around buying it from anyone who had it. Any freaking other distributor. Hey. Dynasty Gundam 3 for 360. Hmm. I'll see if I can help you with that, Matt. <laughs> we might have it. I'm in a giant warehouse full of games. We might have it. It might be used, but... <laughs> that, 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 might, that might be in our warehouse somewhere. I'm like, I feel like we have it new for PS3, but for 360, that might be a little bit of work. It might be in a box. In a box. My boss buys a lot of games. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, this game industry is like, I, I, I feel like it's not for... Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to speak just for me. I'm not going to speak for the rest of you. But the, the current state of the game industry is really not working hard to get me. I... I, I I was telling my wife, I was like, I'm the kind of old school gamer. I used to just play a lot of different genres. I liked to play, like, my favorite genre is basically rhythm or puzzle. That That's like, if I if I was forced, you know, gun to my head, what's your favorite genre of game, Dre? I'm like, I love rhythm games and I love puzzle games, even though I'm not good at rhythm games. I, I have fun playing them. And then puzzle games, I can, I, I, I can log 300 fucking hours playing crosswords. <laughs> But I love me some RPGs. I, I, my boss is trying to get his hands on a bunch of copies of Dragon Quest uh, Eight for for, for 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 3DS, and I'm like, oh man, I remember playing that on PS2. I put 135 hours in that sucker. I liked that game. That was fun. I remember playing Dragon Quest Nine on my DS. Oof, that was fun too. That was a grind too. I loved grinding on RPGs. I love my action games. Again, go watch me play Incredible Hulk on the YouTube channel. Man, oof, you hear me just like, oh man, I forgot how much fun this was. <laughs> just like having fun. <laughs> yeah, you have a PS2. There you go. But yeah, like I, I, I would dabble in a lot of different genres. Oh, my boss did not get his hands. <laughs> Ironically, I had, I had my my one rock band. I had I had a full set of rock band for my storage, and my, our our good friend of the show Lamar was gonna go out and buy one for three fifty, and I, I sold it to him for for face value. I was like, no, here, no, don't 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 pay three fifty for that. I had a an extra one in my storage. I was like, here, I I, I had delusions. I'm like, I'm gonna sell this for like a thousand dollars in the future. I was like, you know what? No. We need money to pay for. Ty's daycare, and I was like, "All right, Lamar, I got you. Don't, 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 don't blow three fifty or four hundred. He's gonna go pay for like a used set or something." And I'm like, "Here, I got a brand new set here." And he he was on he was on Facebook, and he got kicked off Facebook because music. <laughs> yeah, it was just like I was. I just I didn't. We needed money. Got tight, and I was like, "Lamar, no, I got you, bro." I'm like, "I just gotta go dig it out of store. I had it in storage." It's funny, like it's funny you mentioned that Ryan, because I think he was offered a bunch of Rock Band fours, like a few years ago. I guess when, when it was when it was being taken off the market, and someone offered my boss like, oh, probably like twenty pallets of it, 
Uh, and my boss was like, no, no good, no thank you. Like, I guess he had gone through it before in the PS3 and 360 era, and he didn't want to deal with it again. But it's, like, it's one of those times where you say no to a deal, and oh, it probably would have been worth, like, freaking ten times what he would have paid for them. <laughs> but they are a pain to ship. <laughs> we had some, like, a couple of weed drum sets that we sold last year, and they were such a pain in the ass to ship. Insane, yeah. The rock, yeah. The rock band drums. I, oh, I will say the first party ones are pretty durable. Like the, or I guess the, the ones made by, I guess it would have been Mad Cats. Ironically, even though Mad Cats doesn't really have a good reputation for controllers, but my my three sixty drums are they're they're still they're still kicking. <laughs> I, I took them to lots of different parties back in two thousand and nine, <laughs> in twenty ten. But my, my, I guess maybe I didn't abuse them. I know my buddy Lamar, he destroyed his PS3 drums. That's why he needed a new set. And he needed a new guitar. Because I think he was playing on, like, Super Duper Expert. And he freaking broke those things. Yeah. <laughs> those, yeah, they were... I think that's why well, my, my, my boss turned it down. Because it would have been like, I don't know if he would have... Like, depending on the number, it's like, oh... There's only so many per pallet. I'm like, oh, geez. I can only imagine, like, how many pallets they were trying to offer them. And it's like, eh, nah, I don't want to store all those. Even though we probably could have sold them during the pandemic. We could have freaking made a mint. <clears throat> yeah, put them in the hands of kids. They become a leftover guitar from Nirvana. Oof. Yeah, I think my... <coughs> I think I still have two drum sets. I have, I have my personal drum set. My, I have my Rock Band 2, or I forget, I think it was Rock Band 2. I got I, I got a, the wireless uh, 360 drum set, and I have my Rock Band 1 wired drum set. My, my wired drum set is still in my mom's garage, and then my 360 wireless one I think is also in my mom's garage because we were supposed to do a thing with it a couple years ago, and obviously that didn't happen. And I think I just left it there. I got my... I got my guitar and my bass here at the uh, at the apartment with my 360 with a, with all my rock band discs one of these days we're gonna hook it up here and play I think I hooked it up I think last year on Mother's Day I hooked it up when we're still living in Montebello <laughs> that's when Tiger fell asleep to the ambient sounds of the of, of the um, of the menu it, 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 it soothed him to sleep last year on Mother's Day it was pretty funny Yeah, just yeah. Our, our our style of gamer doesn't thrive anymore. It's you know, it's hot. Go ahead, open the door. It's fine. All right. So let me. Okay. So I know James has been waiting for this. All right. So Loki, <laughs> Tycho Drum Master. <laughs> I think we have a couple of Tycho Drum Masters at work. <laughs> so Loki came out. I I I, I don't want to. Uh, I know Daniel. I'm sure you probably. Are already an episode behind. I don't know <laughs> if you were aware that Loki came out this past. It, it drops on a Wednesday now. It's not on Fridays anymore. Apparently, coming out on Wednesdays. I don't know how many episodes this is gonna be. I should have looked that up before. I, I, I meant to look it up. But, uh, the wife and I barely watched Loki last night. <laughs> I was be we were behind. We were very busy this past week. Raising a child consumes a lot of time. But Loki was really cool. Though the wife and I really loved the kind of the aesthetic of the show 
the, 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 the whole TVA looks really freaking cool. It just gives off that kind of like 70s vibe. It's like, or what the 70s thought the future was going to look like kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's very, I, the wife and I were very entertained. Yep, Daniel, one episode behind. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a... So this show, yeah, it, it, it was really good. It picks up on the thread that they created. <laughs> What's a fish? <laughs> it picks up on the thread they created during Avengers Endgame, where Loki grabbed the um, the uh, the Infinity Stone. It's a six-episode show. All right, thank you. <laughs> I have to find a way to watch five more times. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, hmm. Tesseract, thank you. The Tesseract, the Tesseract, the space gem, so to speak. Um, yeah, he escapes, and then yeah, apparently he's scooped up right away by the people who control the, the sacred timeline. <laughs> it was very fascinating. Uh, I, I, I'm in a, I'm in this Facebook messenger group with a bunch of other nerds, and uh, I, I after I'd watched the episode, I finally unmuted. That uh, that messenger thread and everyone was spinning out their their conspiracy theories as to what where the show was gonna go. I just like I was with Wandavision. I I I am in this very comfortable spot where I don't know what's gonna happen. And you know what? I like that. I really like that. I have no idea. This is not being pulled from any existing comic book I mean at least, like Cap and Winter Soldier right? I kind of knew him like, oh, by the end of the show he's going to be Captain America <laughs> knew US agent was going to be an asshole you know, this is like that That was kind of a given for me with my comic book history but with this show I have no clue where it's going or what's going to happen and personally I fucking love that this I get to venture into the unknown like everybody else. Like, I get to be mystified, like my wife is mystified, watching the show. Like, we, we were both share in the, the, the mystery of this show. Like, what, what the hell is going to go? It's like, and, and, I, and I really liked how, like, <laughs> they treated the, the Infinity Stones. I'm like, oh, yeah, we just got a bunch of them right here. I saw a great meme of like, how did all these, you know, Infinity Stones end up there? It's like, uh, Peter Quill dropped it. <laughs> Thanos farted. <laughs> Doctor Strange was rewinding back time to think of a funny thing to say. And the TVA is like, no, no, no. <laughs> reset that shit. Take that gem. Let's reset this whole timeline here. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, a, I. I was sitting there like the, the whole episode and um, ah, gosh I really don't want to spoil this for you Daniel it's like because you know they obviously th this is the Loki from right then at that, 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 that very moment he this Loki hasn't gone through the experiences of like Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok <laughs> uh, this Loki hasn't been through that stuff and uh yeah it <laughs> There were possibly big cameos. I, I think there was a lot of recycled footage. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really cool to just, like, 
I, I, I couldn't wait. I'm like, oh, how much, how much information is uh, Owen Wilson's uh, Agent Mobius? I, I thought that was really cool. That, that, that's really cool to work in that name. It's the name of a French artist. It's like, oh, how, how much, you know, how much are they going to tell Loki about his future? I'm just sitting there, like, I, like internally, I, I wasn't, like, expressing, like, like, I was trying not to talk too much. I, I can't help myself watching the show. I, I say things out loud. I was trying not to for the sake of my wife so she can just enjoy it. And, like, in my head, I'm like, are they going to show, show him how he dies? Are they going to show him how he dies? Are they going to show him how he dies? Are they going to show him how he dies? Because <laughs> it's... The, this whole secret, the the, the 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 crux of the show is like this conversation between Owen Wilson's character and Loki, and it just like that that conversation like of where like he's digging away at Loki, trying to figure out his motivation, and it's that that's that that's been like the the big hook for me in the show. I was like, oh, what is Loki? Who is Loki? It was like it was like this like fundamental breakdown. Of like, oh yeah, you're the god of mischief, but you're just killing people. Why? <laughs> Why are you just killing all these people? And then they, they rewind, they show him, you know, freaking, they show him kill freaking Coulson again. They always like the first time that Phil Coulson's been mentioned in the in the in the MCU since literally the Avengers, <laughs> freaking almost ten years ago. <laughs> Is just uh, yeah. It was just, the show was just fascinating. It was I like again love the style, I love the dialogue, I love the sar. The everyone is sarcastically shitty, which really scores big points with me. <laughs> I, 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 I I I urge you to say you said you're gonna watch it tonight, Daniel. So I I will not say anything else. Uh, just go 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 enjoy it. So for those of you who have watched it, yes, then you, you already know it's a it's high quality television. And, oh, and then uh, since I, I, we waited till Sunday night to watch it, we only have to wait two more nights <laughs> to watch the second episode. Because <laughs> uh, on Friday, uh, the wife and I we watched uh, In the Heights. The wife and I, you know, if, if if you've watched this show at any point in time in the last year, uh, the wife and I. Have, are big fans of Hamilton. We, we really like Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's... He, he is magical. Uh, Lin-Manuel is, is, is magical. He is, like, realizing, oh, he wrote all those cool songs in Moana. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize it until after I had watched Hamilton. I'm like, oh, no wonder You're Welcome was freaking so catchy. And so the, the wife and I, my wife, I... I I, I was excited, but my wife was like super duper excited for In the Heights. Uh, uh, it was funny because like we had listened to the soundtrack, which you would think, oh, for a musical, that's gonna like spoil everything. But it, it honestly, it didn't. At least not for me. I mean, not for you, right, wife? No, it's yeah, it, yeah. T time that HBO resubscription so you can watch both In the Heights right when it's about to go off, and then you can watch Suicide Squad right after. <laughs> Yeah, HBO Army, and you only have 30 days to watch these, uh, so, should have been only theater movies, but they put them on HBO Max, but it seems like they're already walking, they already walked back, walked back Dune, they might walk back The Matrix, I wouldn't be surprised if they walked that one back, but, 
Um, I did not watch NXT in your house. I am, I am no longer a network subscriber. Ever since they flipped to Peacock and they kind of just killed my subscription, I was like, y'all ain't give me a reason to resubscribe, so I'm just going to just keep my 10 bucks a month. <laughs> but In the Heights, it was really good. I, 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 I knew it was going to be emotional because I, I, I knew literally nothing about it. I just knew, like, oh, the songs were really cool. I knew it was going to be about, you know, Washington Heights. Like, again, m much like Hamilton, it's the, the story of an immigrant. <laughs> or immigrants. Plural. I, I, it, it's funny because I, I didn't expect it to hit me so hard in, in my heart. <laughs> the, the, this, this movie. Because uh, I, I, I really empathized with several of the characters. Like, there was a there's one girl where she's like the the hope <laughs> she's she's the hope of the whole neighborhood and she they, she got sent off to Harvard she was like the first girl to go to college and I really empathized with that because it was like in, like within my family I was like the first one that was gonna go to college and like feeling that pressure but like the, the pressure this character was under was like monumental it's like the, everyone in the neighborhood like me I just felt the pressure from like my aunts and my uncles and my and my and most directly my mom. I was like, "Oh, you're gonna be the you're gonna go to college. You're gonna make it. You're gonna be the one who's gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. You're so smart." And I felt all that pressure and it was like, "No, I that that's I, that's not what I like. I did like I did go to college. I did graduate. I have a degree, but I, I just I I don't think I reached the the, the dizzying heights that my that my mom." And my and indirectly my family was putting on me, and so like seeing it on the screen like that was just like oh it just hit me in the heart like so I'm like oh <sighs> like I immediately was like I felt so horrible for her on the screen because she's like said she she didn't like the pressure like and especially I mean I didn't experience any more near the level of the racism that the some of the, the characters are experiencing in this film, and then the, the main character Usnavi. Which and then the movie explains how he has such an unusual name. Um, I, I will not rob you of that little sight gag. But uh, yeah, he, he he dreams of you know getting out of the heights. He he, he runs a bodega. He, he, everyone's like they they explain the struggle of everyone. And it's like yeah, and then again something else that really like hit home. It's like oh I I've kind of been. I mean, not so much in recent, but it, it, we all still do struggle in various ways, whether mentally or financially. Um, it was a uh, and that hit hard too. I was like, oh man, it's like you're just, you're just working just to make it to the next day, and it's just like, yeah, that's been. I feel like that's been my life for a good while, <laughs> and then that like I was just uh. I was just like focused in on the movie the whole time. Like, it's like, it's like you know, lately it's like a lot of times if, if I get really comfy on the couch, I, I start to fall asleep watching stuff. But with this movie, I was just like locked in, eyes open, just like taking it all in. Like where, like Hamilton was like amazing, but this story felt like so. Uh, in Nights was so personal. It was just it really like, like if you've ever struggled in your life, you've ever felt like you're like not good enough or you felt like you're from the outside or you, you long for something more like you're trying to reach a dream it's like it, it, it hits on so many different levels like you do you don't have to be Latin American 
to like get hit in the heart by this movie. It's like anyone who's experienced a struggle or experienced any difficulty, you, you watch this. I, I can understand why this musical won a bunch of freaking Tonys. Why it propelled Lin Manuel towards stardom. He wasn't he wasn't a big star that pushed him towards Hamilton. Hamilton was what made him even bigger. But you can see he he's talented. He's like all, all the songs were obviously written by him and, and his team. And it was just it was so good. I, I, I really can't quantify just like I guess I I felt this emotion for all the characters. It was, a, it was I just felt so strongly about like I, I as soon as it was over I was immediately like researching everything I could find on the internet about the, the original play about who like all the characters and like that there are obviously changes from the play to this film because you know, it, it was a musical but they, they shot it like a movie movie I mean like they they freaking built some amazing sets they, they used various parts of New York. They did all kinds of crazy stuff. They had a giant musical numbers, and and I know like my my wife, she loves New York. She 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 considers herself bi-coastal. She 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 resides on the west coast, but a lot of times her heart is on the on the east coast. She's a fashion designer. I'm sure. Yeah, the another one of the characters. She dreamt of being. She she dreams of being a fashion designer. She wants to uh, escape. She wants to move up. I'm sure that was that, that caught her right in her heart too. It just a, has a very emotional experience, and I can see why uh, so many people really feel strongly. I, I saw on on Instagram someone was talking about, it, like, oh, they, they cried five times, and I was like, damn. And it's just, uh, I I had a couple of moments where tears want, like, I felt tears were wanting to come out, but I didn't have a, I didn't have an emotional breakdown. Like, all everything I felt was like in my heart. When I was watching this film, it was really good. I I, I recommend it. It, it, was a, it was it was it was really good. <laughs> oh, Matt, you missed New York, just not the crazy drunken exit you left there. Hey, you know like. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're very much an East Coast boy, Mr. Hamlin. But yeah, no, I, I leave you guys with a yeah, recommendation. If uh, if you if you're brave enough to go to the theaters, I, I say go check it out. Go, you know, go to your local theater if, and go check that out. Or if you would rather, you know, pay that one month of uh, HBO Max. Like I said, try to time it. You know, right when the <laughs> wait a couple weeks, catch In the Heights right when it's about to leave, and then hang on to that subscription about a month, and then catch Suicide Squad. I think that's like early August. <coughs> Mom oh, managed to stifle the cough for most of the show. I'm glad that the uh, Facebook didn't cut out. Facebook cut out on me this morning when I was streaming Metroid for Metroid Monday. <laughs> I didn't even realize because uh, I, I, when I stream, I, I don't watch the screen. I'm watching the. I'm off to the side and I have the camera recording. I'm just playing Metroid and I look over. I'm like, hey, that's my phone menu. Son of a bitch. But maybe we got that net close out of the way. This morning, that way you wouldn't interrupt the show, so you guys got a full, complete show tonight. Um, thank you for watching. Um, we're gonna wrap things up. It's um, yeah, I think we've gone over an hour. Like, oh, yeah, we're right at an hour and three minutes. So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, all of you who, who joined me live today. 
uh, Matt Hamblin, Ryan Tanaka, Daniel Wong, Jai Polidor, uh, James Jeon. I make sure I get everybody who chimed in here. I think that's everybody who chimed in. Thank you guys for for, for I, I like I say I, I like I say every week. I appreciate it when you guys uh, chat with me. You you guys become the co-host. Uh, once everybody gets vaccinated, I'm gonna see if who I can who's willing to come down and be the co-host for, for those weeks where I, I can't carry the show all by myself. But I, I'm glad you, that you guys chime in here. I really, honestly, you guys help me out so much. Th thank you so much. Um, as usual, make sure, I mean, those of you watching live, I'm sure you guys follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and if you don't already, uh, follow me here on Facebook, at DreGPPodcast. That, that, that that, that's how you're going to find me on most of your social medias. You can find me on YouTube. You can sub like Matt did. Matt sub today. Find me on YouTube, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. There are a lot of great gaming videos on there right now. And of course, if you want to also support us financially, if you if you want to be uh, saints like uh, like Daniel Wong and Ryan Tanaka, <laughs> oh dude, uh, I know D Jai. I know you're up the street from me right now, so I, I I know I need to call you. You know, it's like uh, I'm waiting till I I'm getting I'm getting Moderna microchip number two. This Friday, and I'm, I'm still kind of under the weather from a regular cold, so that's why I, I haven't enlisted you yet. There's not really much parking over here, but oh, you subbed as well, Daniel. Thank you so much. Hey, there we go. We got a couple of subs today. Uh, if you want to be like Daniel and and and, and Ryan, uh, patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. <laughs> Daniel says, I thought I was, but not on all my accounts. Hey, I see you working there, buddy. Again, uh, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening if you're listening to the audio version. We will see you guys. So, as I said at the beginning of the show, but since I, there's more people on now, we are going to be on Sunday next week. Sunday night instead of Monday night. Next Monday is my wedding anniversary with that lovely lady over there. and I'm going to spend it with her and not sitting here BSing here and then having to do all the post-podcast stuff where I have to sit here and click and clack posting it up on SoundCloud so I can get out to all the podcast apps out there no that that's going to be i'm going to be doing that sunday night monday night we're going to be off next monday uh, there will still be a metroid monday in the morning i hope i think i'm going to still get a Metroid monday off at work but um no we will be on sunday night next week instead of monday and then after that we should resume your regularly scheduled programming from there sunday is father's day yeah there you go that's right doing a special father's day episode next Sunday. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.